You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to Rebellion, a Star Wars Rebels Mobcast. I'm your host, Scotty White, and I am joined, as always, with... Ethan Young. And we have a special guest today from Memory Card Radio. Hi! And you are... <laughs> I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> Eric Rogers. Yeah, I, I am a, a co-host of Memory Card Radio, which is a podcast uh, on the Mopcast stuff. And I'm here to talk about movies and TV shows. You are so Wars. good at this. You're, Thank you. You're, you. You know why you're here, right? <laughs> because I've never seen a Star Wars Rebel episode before. I, and and what do you think? I was surprised. That was better than I thought it was going to be. It was better paced than I thought it was going to be. I liked it. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I guess we'll um, let's start with a little uh, kind of synopsis of what happened, and then we'll go into discussion. Okay, cool? sounds good. So I wrote up a nice little dis- uh, synopsis. <clears throat> Prologue: The ghost is being chased by four Tie Fighters and an Imperial Star Destroyer. Kanan doesn't have a shot, but luckily Chopper gets the ghost through hyperspace just in time. The host crew is low on supplies and has to take on a dangerous job to put uh, food and explosives on the table. Plus, Ezra wants to have a little time for Jedi training. Uh, cut to transport as the uh, as Ezra and Chopper come aboard. We also see Seb and Sabine come aboard, obviously running their operations as they don't know uh, anyone. Enter an Imperial minister with an Aquilish diplomat who doesn't speak basic. The minister calls for a translator droid, and in comes C-3PO and R2-D2. Act 1. As Kanan enters the transport, Chopper and Ezra start to annoy each other. Chopper's arc welder gets involved. <laughs> I wrote that down. That's nice. <laughs> Thank That's you. Nice. Right. Yeah. Now, hold on. For, for the audience, because I'm confused. What do you mean by zzzz? He shocks himself. He shocks himself. Yeah, he shocks With an arc welder. He like shock, he like I didn't know if you fell asleep. No, no, writing that no. no, no. I mean, right. almost every single droid has that shocker. And okay. see, our, we're also joined by Malachi, <laughs> the expert of the show. The expert of the show. <laughs> I guess the show's target audience. <laughs> there we go. So, um, so we come into uh, 3PO helps the Imperial Minister translate for Amdu Wabu, the Aquilish diplomat. I got his name. I'm proud I'm of that. I'm very proud of you, buddy. <laughs> Mdu Wablu? Mdu Wabo. Wabo. Yeah, I okay. love that. Okay, okay. Well, I just want to make sure. Mdu Wabo. The Aquilish diplomat. I'm happy I know he's an Aquilish. Uh, unfortunately, Chopper and Ezra's antics get all the droids busted to the back of the ship due to Imperial regulations. Now the Imperial Minister who can't speak with Wabo, but uh, luck would have it, Seb pops in and announces that uh, his ward, Sabine, can um, help. She's a student at the Imperial Academy and studying at her level 5 test. The minister is thrilled and has her translate. In the back of the transport, 3PO complains that Chopper and R2 get into a shoving match. Rough wig grubbit, or whatever the minister wants, is in base 17 on Garal. The transport lands and the minister orders her stormtroopers to base 17. The ghost crew heads to the real location, base 7. Ezra sneaks around the uh, to open Base 7 and goes through a series of obstacles that is more like Assassin's Creed than Star Wars. He opens the door and, and lo and behold there are crates of T7 ion disruptors that can take a starship down in a single hit but were banned because of what they can do to organic flesh. Seb seems un- uneasy about the shipment. He's paralyzed. He's paralyzed. The Imperial Minister is upset when she uh, is in the wrong bay and Trebio points out that the Quailer said 7 and an amateur translator, translator could easily confuse 7 and 17. 
The Imperial Minister knows better and goes orders her stormtroopers to Bay 7, where they engage the ghost crew loading up the crates. Act 2. Seb raises his hand and goes to have a conversation with the stormtroopers and then goes to beat them. Stormtroopers cannot hit anything. The ghost crew loads cargo onto the ship. R2 and 3PO follow Chopper on board the ghost and uh, they make his escape. Seb doesn't want to sell the disruptors, but Kanan is all, is all, we have to eat. Minister Shh. Tua, she's finally named in this episode. Tua? Tua. Tua. T-U-A. What I got from the... I'm going to name my kid that name. <laughs> it's just going to have to happen. It sounds Tua. like a music thing. Oh. Calls Agent Callus uh, about the set. Zeb's moody. Ezra's mad about uh, that. And Hera tells Ezra that Zeb's mad because the T-7 disruptors killed his people. The ghost lands to make the deal with the Vizago. 3PO goes total rogue and calls the Imperials for help. Act 3. Kanan and Selen disruptors the Vizago. Zeb's not happy. The cell is inter interrupted by the Empire. Kanan orders Sabine to blow up the guns to keep them out of the Empire's hands. R2 helps. Kanan crashes an ATDP with or one, of the walkers, one of the walkers. Yeah, they, it's an ATDP. That's what they're called. With one of the guns. Hera takes a pop shot at another walker for some reason. Reasons. Because of <laughs> reasons. reasons. Yes. Callus and uh, Stormtroopers attack. 3PO's all like, thank you for rescuing me. They shoot at him. Stormtroopers still can't hit anything. Callus calls Zeb out and draws his bow rifle, which turns out to be some Lassat Royal Guard weapon that Callus killed and has ordered the when he ordered the T7s to obliterate Zeb's people. Zeb and Callus fight. Sabine and R2 overload the disruptor, taking out an ATDP. Callus beats Zeb down and goes to kill him, but is stopped by Ezra, who goes full Jedi Force Blast on him. The Yay. crew is... The, <laughs> one more time. Zeb uh, the crew escapes. Zeb will be okay, and Ezra starts formal Jedi training tomorrow. Epilogue. Ghost shows up to Tantil Four to deliver R2 and 3PO back to the, to their owner. They are paid handsomely for the return. Kanan leaves. The owner wants to know more know if the droids tell the group of his identity, and they tell him no. He's Senator Bail Organa, and he wants to know more about the Rebel cell. The end. Yeah. Yeah, the 3CPO is the reason why they got tagged by the by, um, Empire. Yes. Hey, hey, he, he, he was playing his part because C-3PO has, is, though he might seem stupid. Oh, he is, he is stupid. Yeah, he, <laughs> is a very, he is very yes. stupid. No, but he, but he had a... But on the other hand. No, no, they both. They both understood exactly what they needed to do. Continue. What, what they needed to do was that they had to act like they were working for the Empire this entire thing. So do you think 3PO was on it? In on it? Oh, yeah, totally. I don't think so. <laughs> no, because then... I don't... No, no. I think he's a bad actor. I don't think you tell 3PO anything. Oh, yeah, R2, R2 knows everything. I mean, to this day, R2 knows that, that Luke Skywalker... I mean, um, yeah, Luke and Leia are born and are someplace. He knows that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. <laughs> no, wait, doesn't doesn't his memory get... No, only 3PO's. No, only 3PO's? <laughs> Listen to the kid. Oh, no. man. No. I couldn't remember. It's been a long no. time since I've seen it. <laughs> Only um, three CPO. It's been not a R two. It's, it's been learn your facts. <laughs> it's been a long, long time since. It's a, been a long just, time. To be fair, I don't remember either. <laughs> See, there you I, go. I know they wiped. I, I also thought it was both droids. Yeah, I did too. I really did. A, yeah. A ward or something. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Moving on. But I agree with say, you have the they, that. Have the protocol droids mind wiped? Memory race. That's what it was. Okay, we'll go with that. Oh no. Okay, so um, well, well, let's hop right in. All right, so uh, we start with the uh, ghost on the run. A really, really kind of classic, fun scene with four ties chasing down the ghost. I mean, it's right. Really cool action. I liked it. Right. I, my, my, 
my only problem with this opening, and this is this is just really nitpicky right here, is that it seems like this crew is worthless. You, you hop right in and they're like, oh no, we've totally flubbed something up again. And I'm like, come on, guys. Come on. Well, isn't this episode two? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, they may have to build that bond over a series of time and episodes. I, I, put this, I, mean, I mean, I think it's, I think it's uh, for watchability. I don't really want to watch them like, all right, we're back on the normal space run. That's boring. I want to have a little action, and I think that's what they give us. Yeah, it, maybe. It's the uncharted effect, right? Like you have a you have a hero who's untouchable and he's boring to watch, but you have someone who keeps falling down the cliff and then picks himself back up. It's more interesting to watch. And yeah, you got a good point there. I'll, I'll give you that. I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> I, just, I just find it weird that you know we hop in and it's like, oh no, we're terrible at our jobs again. Oh. And I'm like, <sighs> I would complain far more. Once we go farther into the series in episode two, I feel like right now they they're just kind of met. I mean, granted, I did not see episode one. I don't know how far or close you. Well, well, Ezra, Ezra, Ezra is the only new member of this crew. Oh, well then everybody else is everybody else is less excuses. Okay, I take that back. That's pretty messed up. Okay, moving on. So so um, like uh, well they have to eat, so they have to do a job, so they get Vazago, the their Criminal mastermind buddy. Who yeah. Gives them shady. Who deal. is a? Uh, I want to say he was a devil, but he's not. What I, is he? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, Steve, last last podcast we you were like, him up. he's a devil, but he's not because uh, he's. I have to. I'll look him up again. In a Didn't they say what he was called in the episode? They should have written that down. No, they didn't say. They didn't give a name. They say what race he was. Yeah. Uh, they like were just C-C. like he is X. No, okay. it's just they just named him. But um, so. They end up taking this job where they had to take this this cool transport to get to another planet, all shady and whatnot. And uh, that's where the Aquila shows up. Yeah. Okay. So if you don't know what an Aquila is, you've seen one if you've seen episode four. Uh, Ponda Baba in the uh, cantina, who gets his arm chopped off by Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes. Is an Aquila. Got the adorable butt face. Right. <laughs> Yeah, he's just kind of like, yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah, that's, My that's friend doesn't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. I have the death sentence on 15 <laughs> systems or whatever it is. Yeah. And so like, good for you. <laughs> yeah, so that's an Aqualish. So Pondabobble was a, was a, a Quailish. Fun fact of the day. Yeah, there's actually another fun fact. So the, the um, robot that the droid that flies the transport mm-hmm. is the droid from the old Star Wars Star Tours ride from oh. from the Disney World. Really? Yes. Yes. And um, does it also does it also say um, what is it? Uh, sentience, please prepare for takeoff. Yes. Yes. Because that is the most ridiculous <laughs> line I've ever heard. Sentience, please prepare for take. I'm like the, really? All right. So come on. The now. droid name is RX24. Right. And uh, just. Just for the real nerds out there, who voiced him? Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman. No, yeah, no. I physically don't believe. No, him. yeah, yeah. It was. I, I, I call, also, I call hogwash on that. Shenanigans. He also, Shenanigans. <laughs> he also voiced him on the ride, so they got him back to do the episode, which I think is awesome. That is the best fan service you can ask. Right, that's you know? insane. And, and you gotta think, you know, the, the writers are kind of my age, and so they were. They were kids when, when this stuff was, so I would totally, I mean, it was me writing this. I'm like, yeah, I would totally get this guy to come back to, to do this line. It's pretty cool. So, so, so. Mm. 
God, I mean, how ir oh, I'm sorry. How irritating would that be? Prepare, sentience. We're about to get. I'm like, just call me. Human. I don't know. If just call me puny human. If you well, are a star but, but, but hipster. There's, there's I imagine it would be hilarious. And Lasat, and a Mandalorian, and 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 you want to be. Are you specious? <laughs> I think. I think. When are you, you do specious? That, it is like the Applebee's of transportation of Star Wars. No, no, no. It's like Megabus. It's like it's a dollar to get to Good <laughs> You can book it early. <laughs> you just take, take the mega ship to the Goral or whatever. But, uh, I'm, I'm, but back to this. Funny. Are you species? I mean, there are more than humans. In, in fact, I can only know. I would two say humans. organic, personally. Sorry, the Imperial, the Imperial was human. I'm sorry. Because you don't care about the droids, so why not just yeah, organic life form? I think that would work. Or, uh, or um, from Knights of the Old Republic, just call them meatbags. <laughs> there you go. I have to apologize to our listeners because I had the wrong microphone selected. Uh, so oh. the beginning sounds a little really like airy, and now we have the real microphone oh. up and running, so we're cool. good now. Cool. We're good. All we're right. good. Okay. Well, sorry well, about we that. I put in a warning at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Ethan, <laughs> the, the technician is an idiot, yeah, but it's okay. Ethan's our engineer. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, guys. Um, no, I am not a speciesist. It was <laughs> a speciesist. It's a speciesist. Um, I just... I just believe that is just a ridiculous There's, line. Okay, I'm sorry. you could you could say prepare for takeoff or prepare for takeoff. I mean, they could, but it's different. I, I think you're thinking of this. They had to come up. Really okay, focused so, on so, this. So, <laughs> no. so again, this is like a Walmart greeter situation, except with a droid. And in that case, it's like we need to put something generic in there that they can hear every time, and no one will ever mind it. And I think that's just what they came up with because they don't care. Not the Star Wars writers, <laughs> but the people who made that ship and that line within the universe. Who programmed the droids. Yeah, now, who programmed the droids, exactly. right. And they're just like, this is a terrible nine-to-five job that I have to do, yeah. so you just get the crappy. Exactly. We're just going to write down something. We're going to program 0010100101, which translates out to, no, it doesn't. I have no idea what that is. Like, like, I have no idea I'm what pretty that sure does, that's not whatever you think it is in basic. No, <laughs> no. I'm fascinated that's, to know if they have a different system other than binary. That's binary, within not Within Star Wars. Um, the basic is the language they speak. It's I know basic. I'm saying binary. That's, yeah, for, for binary. Yeah. I don't know their programming in Star Wars. That, that's, that's an interesting system. That's a, that's C++? A, plus plus? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Java-based system? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's an applet. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, this is this is why these things take forever because we just <laughs> go off these tangents. I I like how the plan goes of where they don't know each other, and so they, they everybody goes in right. pairs except Kanan. Right. Well, Kanan is just such a hardcore. He's just like, oops, the ship's gonna take off, but I'm gonna leap up on the closing ramp. Well, the other right. More than, and because you can't have Hera because Hera's gotta fly the ship. Right. Mm. The other ship. Hera's gotta fly the ghost. You gotta right. So, you know, you put Sabine and Zeb together, and then Chopper and Ezra, and then have... And Chopper and Ezra annoying each other was hilarious. I like it. Yeah, Chopper, Chopper is, an, is an extra jerk <laughs> during, during this. And I was like, you know, he's a jerk normally, but then he just steps it up a notch. And yeah, I like loved it. It's mm -hmm. like, I just like his arms come out of his head every day. I just like seeing his arms. Just, just, just start smacking on people. Yeah, I, lo I like love it. It's so good. 
He's everything uh, I want to be. Our chair of our department has showed up. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hello. I felt like we still talked to each other. We, we still are. Well, you can come on. Now our chair of our department is dancing. <laughs> He's going to be on this podcast dancing. It's too bad it's not a video podcast. I know, right? <laughs> it would be perfect. This is all wasted just on audio, actually. <laughs> <laughs> See, this Jared. is why we're going to win the Oscar. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. This, this is. I don't the think reason. there's an Oscar for podcasting. Hey, who said I wasn't <laughs> filming this? Don't worry. So, um, yeah, YouTube. Um, the safe line is because there's a um, West Virginia is slowly turning into Hoth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was I was actually going to say if if you Scotty weren't outside yesterday reenacting a Hoth battle, I was going to be very upset with you. It's too cold to do that, buddy. Oh, come on. <laughs> it was perfect. I don't have any Tauntauns. I'm just... Yeah, that's what that's <laughs> what we need, Tauntauns. I could have loaned you some. You had some Tauntauns? Yes. <laughs> Eric's my neighbor. So. Again, 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 because we do that here. <laughs> I mean, every day it snows. I just get inside one of their stomachs and just hang out. Does it really stink? Um, not as bad as you'd think. But is, it, I, is, it, is it better I, on the outside or on the inside? I've always wanted to he, know. Here's the deal, okay? <laughs> you got to feed them the right foods to right, make it smell right. better. What does a Tauntaun eat? Well, for me, I, I feed them, um, you know those dryer sheets with Febreze that you put in? <laughs> <laughs> Stomachs smell great. <laughs> I have no answer to that. No answer. Moving on. Oh, we have descended into madness. <laughs> um, the Imperial Minister Tao, who did, did, I don't understand why they don't name her until the midway of the episode. Because of reason. Tuao, or T U A, Tuao, Tua. They didn't want to spoil it. I, sure. I'm just making up. She I like her. I like her. You like her mid hat. Her, thingy she going, looks ridiculous. Going. I know, right? She looks ridiculous. And like Imperial Minister, what is her job? I don't. She ministers imperialist. <laughs> sure, I guess. And I like I like the Aquilish, uh, um, uh what was his name? Andy Wabo. Andy Wabo. Sounds like a great you know, tequila. <laughs> Andrew Wabo. Mmm, <laughs> Wablo. And, and so um It'd be fun to say when you're drunk, to be fair. Anyway. Of course, you know the antics that Ezra and uh, Chopper get that gets all the droids banned to the back because of regulating. I am sorry, sir. Your astromech must proceed to the back of the craft. Hey, if, which I think is a ridiculous regulation. Speak. <laughs> well, okay, it's it's this this society going back to the society is messed up. Like I've always gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a society where you can have all sorts of species of living creatures occupying the same space, which is brilliant, which is wonderful, yay us. But it's like. And I'm going to put this out here. The droids are like the African-Americans of, of, of the United States in, like, the 50s and 60s. Oh, and then May beyond. I make a statement? <laughs> and and it's back. It's this show bad. takes place between episodes three and four. And if I recall, in episode four, your droids aren't welcome here. Okay. Keep them out of the bar. Right, right, it's, right it's, so it's, they it's are. It's so hardcore race. So, 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 not racism, because they're not technically a race. It's electronic. But you can erase them. Is it electronicism? I think it is the idea that a droid can be recorded. And I think that is the true reason because it is technically a robotic device. Right. So that so there could be some form, you know, like right. it's the equivalent no, no, that makes of having sense. your iPhone yeah, right. out. That's my guess. And so, I mean, it goes down the question to sen- uh, sentience: Is it they're programmed this way, but and they're programmed to think this way, but that's it. There's no learning or 
It's an updated Lady Gaga song. Program <laughs> this way. way. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know, it, yeah, it's an interesting question, but and I and I did notice the similarities. I mean, I mean, because they're sent I, to the back of the bus. bus. Yeah, they're sent to the back. <laughs> they are. They are sent, sent to the back of the bus, which is um bizarre that no one seems uncomfortable by it either. I mean, do the droids? Are, I mean, even the droids are not really. 3PO's just mad that he's not translating. He's not right. He's not being able to. Well, do his at job. what point do you consider a droid like a, a living thing within this universe or an object? Well, because I feel like there is a difference. I, no, I think, think so too. And I, I feel like in Star Wars they treat them more as pets or something or or an electronic device rather well, see, than a well, see, living I, talking I, I, thing. I think that's different with everybody because let's let's look at the current the, the current crew we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chopper right. is part of the crew. He's yeah. one of them. And so and he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but kick him in the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. I, like I, I, I'm kind of bouncing what you said, Scotty. Is it it uh, it does depend on the person, right? Uh, how they treat, like you know, the African Americans in the 50s, 60s, and backwards. It would depend on the person and how they treated, right? You know? And I also think it depends on the personality of the droid. Because each droid has its own like programmed type personality to make them feel a little bit more human. I'll grant you that. Right. But, so, but, but I'll flip that. So, and to use improper language, but if I have an uppity droid, I'll just reprogram it. Right. That's the thing. But but <laughs> and do that's you? That's horrifying. Oh, yeah. It, well, yeah. But like, well, we have you. Know, Chopper is kind of a dick. Right. But he is still a member of the crew. Right. You have C-3PO, which is basically a wet rag, and you can't really depend on him to do much of anything. Except translate. That's pretty Except much translate. All, all so does, does, because Chopper and like R2-D2 have such unique personalities, is that the reason people bond to them more than, say, like a moisture... Moisture evaporator thingy that just kind of goes, and that's about all you get. Right. I mean, I. I, I also kind of view those two as kind of like the dog of the droid situation. Right. Like, right. You know, like like okay, you have something like C three three O, and it looks like a. Person. Say that one more time. C P three O. C three P O. No. Or C three P O. I've been thrown off. Too far. What doesn't matter? Anyway, continue the on. Golden yeah. <laughs> the golden robot. <laughs> With the silver robot. Ro- so which, which has still has the silver, silver leg. leg. He's yes. human-like. Okay. When you compare it to R2-D2. Yes. Which seems more like a dog. Now, I think that's very much kind of how they treat them, including Chopper. They're more like dogs. They're more like the cute, lovable little droid versus something that reminds you. Oh, you're just so an you're, annoying so British man. Yeah, the, the the more the more animalistic in I think quality. smaller and cuter is what I'm referring you, to. So you think Chopper's cute? I think. Oh, he's adorable. He I know. Right? The little arms <laughs> in his head, and we're all doing it. You I can't think, see it, but I'm like, <laughs> if a yeah, bad audio dog, podcast guys, this does nothing for us. <laughs> if a bad dog gives a cute face, you're gonna go aw. I, you know, I hate to agree with him, but uh, here's the thing. About the personality thing, we know Three PO has had his mind wiped at least once, and almost twice. In Episode Three, he he gets his mind wiped, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, Bail Organa orders it. And Episode Four, that's what Uncle Owen wants Luke to do. Do to him. He wants to you know, right. you know take Clean him, him out, right? Clean him out. So, I mean, 
And how many times has it happened right, before then? Right, and so it's just this personality keeps coming back to being, you know, the, you know, whatever it is. So I. So a, my question is: is it kind of like is it kind of like in um, uh, the the franchise series Halo, the game franchise series Halo, where you have the AI that slowly deteriorates over time? Because because uh. if in my memory, um, C three PO gets worse throughout the series. Like not not the rebels, but the Star Wars franchise. Right. Like he begins, he's not that bad at the beginning. Episode one, when you first kind of meet him. No, he's all skeleton. He's nothing. He's right. He's nothing, but he's not an idiot. He's th- he's an idiot, but he's not that annoying. And by well, he never had the spotlight. But it doesn't matter. He, I didn't find him that annoying. And then you go all the way up to like episode six, and I'm just like, shut up. But you also <laughs> no have one to cares what you think. In the prequels, Odd that feels that way too. In episode five, <laughs> shuts him off. The <laughs> droid had competition in the original for most annoying character. He was all that was there in the original trilogy that was extra. But I, 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 I don't know. You I know. had a certain. Uh, I I don't like to bring him up, but a, a Jar Jar. <laughs> I, I I heard of him. He kind of took away the spotlight a little bit on being the annoying character that shows up and is comedy. I know, but still, I mean, it's like C-3PO's personality, as far as I can remember, now I will preface this in saying that it's been a hell of a long time since I've seen that show, that movie. We should watch it again. We should. We, and we that. should do a podcast because that would be perfect. That would be brilliant. Show Angel. Angel's only seen one of them. I know. It's so sad. Anyway, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's an, it's an interesting idea that if – in this society, have they just kind of pushed the droids over to use them and remove them type of thinking if, if, if they are considered living things? I don't think they're considered living things. I don't, I don't think, think even, so. even both sides, the Rebellion or, or the um, – yeah, definitely not the Empire because the Empire barely, barely accepts the, the, the aliens, right. the species, and like the non-humanoids to be you – know, you know, I'm surprised that the minister was talking to the Aqualish, really. Well, she was only talking to the Aqualish because he has the T-17. Right, the T-17 one, yeah. disruptors. I think what you want is a situation like a Futurama, where the robots are basically on the exact same standpoint as Well, I'm as just interested. I'm just, uh, yeah, I mean, but you have you have these different, vast different views of what the future holds, But I think the thing with Star Wars is that they are property. Or at least the majority of which is property. See, right. they, they are owned by somebody. I, right. They are a pet, or they are a piece of technology. They are not. The they are not their s- themselves, really. As far as I know, you can probably find one, in but the, I can the, only think of the junk droid. In the Xfinity slash Legacy universe, I can only think of two droids, and actually, they would be in the regular universe too, because but that are sentient, uh, have no owners, and that would be Forlom. And uh, IG-88, the two bounty hunter robots from right. Empire Strikes IG-88 yeah. still takes orders as a thing. I could imagine someone building that. For but he takes orders, but he lives, he he operates, he lives on his own. Yeah, he's a bounty hunter. He doesn't take no, orders, I, he I, just I, takes bounties. I don't think he's like I, I grant you this, but what I'm saying is it, with the programming built in there, at least I would be willing to believe that somebody at one point owned that. Yeah, but you know, not owned her, but well, that person might be dead. I'm just that is fan theory suggestion, I but like I'm just saying. You know, interesting. here's here's something I, I wanted to point out. So if all the droids had to go to the back of the, the bus, why not the pilot? 
Well, he's, someone's got a pile of shit. Sid seems to pile. I'm just saying. I'm right, just, I'm yeah. Gonna, I mean, if we're going to be completist about this, but, you know, I'd be like, what the robot? Because you're not wrong. sending Paul Rubens in the back. We know what <laughs> happened at the movie theater. We can't I'll do let it. that go. That's just funny. That was probably before you were even born. It was. <laughs> so, okay, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. You can't send the pilot to the back because it's bolted to the floor. Is he bolted? It looked like he was bolted He's to bolted. the floor. What a, sure. what a terrible existence. <laughs> right. I am stuck on this ship 24-7. All I pro- do... If you program me the, to not know that, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, right. As long as it's not my, you know... Well, he, as I say, he's the the Walmart worker. He is the guy that just comes in, says the same thing every day, and wants to, you know, just let the day end. Moving on from the art. art <laughs> right, right, right. Because we, we'll get... We'll oh, get, yeah, Star Wars. We'll, 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 yeah, right, we'll right. get bogged down in, in, in the nuances of Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> Uh, I guess the civil rights of droids, <laughs> <laughs> which is a noble cause, I suppose. And one day they'll, yeah, they'll have their day. They all look alike to me. <laughs> oh. They're droids. I could say that. They're yeah. terrible people. <laughs> um, so Sabine, I'm just here. Here's my question: Does she look like an Imperial recruit, <laughs> like a cadet, with her cool rainbow-colored hair? <laughs> She's level five, man. I, I level don't five, those you have hair dye. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know what level five means, but I, apparently it's important. I mean, they want. Hey, the minister, uh, she was a level she five. Was in, she was impressed. I think they'll take anything for drafts, right? Isn't <laughs> that, I, I mean, seriously, we've seen the stormtroopers. Or, or the minister was a complete imbecile. Yeah. I mean, it's not she is like part, the impi- She is on the outer rim, going back to my outer rim theory. Right. She, she is on the... You, you haven't heard... You need to listen to our first, quiet first the, podcast. I, I will go back. So you can hear the outer rim theory. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> I, roughly grummet. <laughs> That's what I want to well, say. Like, okay. Roughly <clears throat> grummet? So, so because basically the lore of Star Wars is it's the Nazis that won, right? Well, in, in, in the situation with the Stormtroopers and, and all the Imperial is that they basically just draft everyone because if you're in the army, you are in the army for the Imperial. That's just where you end up. So, yeah, I imagine they don't give a shit. And they just take whoever. And and they're probably like, you got hair that's colored, whatever. No, I think, I think they're gun? a little more. No. I think I think, she, I think just the, the minister I, is just an imbecile. I, see, I don't think she's going to be a stormtrooper. I, I I don't mean necessarily stormtrooper. I just mean as a place like, I, within the position. I, I, think I don't ta- think they're too picky. I, I think they take almost anybody to be a stormtrooper. As long as you can kind of wedge in the armor, they'll take you. <laughs> Clearly, because they cannot shoot at anything. That was an accidental pun. <laughs> but... Um, you know, she's level five to, to be a cadet. To, I don't even to, know what level five. I don't know. Well, I'm just, I'm, especially, I'm just, I don't either, because you know, I've only seen two episodes of this, huh? and so, and so, you know, trying to think what level five could be. It, it, obviously, according to the minister, it had some sort of prominence. Right. Oh, I was once level five too. Well, I imagine so, you'd have to be if you're going so to get a higher level. My, my thing is like, no one questions their weird hair. Like, what <laughs> did you? It's the hat. She, she, she can't function properly. It's kind of weird to me. The large and the fact that and Zeb was like, my ward. And so she's like, what is this weird monkey looking thing doing with you? Things I think the Imperials would question. She totally doesn't. It, it outer, well, outer, outer rim theory. Outer rim theory. Outer, going with Not that. the best and the brightest. So, of course, uh, after, um, I want to say it again, Ruffaway Grummet, <laughs> um, they find out that uh, whatever they're looking for is in Bay 7. And she tells them Bay 17. And. Group splits. I want to talk about uh, Ezra's um, 
Assassin's Creed mission. Oh, where he's just running on rooftops <laughs> right, and right, going right. all over. He's all parkour. Right, right. Because because once again, there's a vent that only he can fit, fit into. Twice, mm-hmm. three times, three times. Three times in this series so far. Far, it's because they're the. Imperial Star Destroyer, yep. the Ghost of Now. Yep. Now yep. He, yep. here at the Starbase, they get he, okay. Food. So here's the problem: as soon as he grows up, <laughs> or like he starts eating a little more food, their whole plan, their whole scheme <laughs> of how to steal things goes straight out the window because he can no the longer, longer fit, in the fit in the vents. Or magically, the vents will get bigger. <laughs> My question is about the vents, though. Is like. Who installs Ezra Side's vents? <laughs> uh, the Empire. The Empire's on. like, yeah. You know what? You know what? This vent should be able to fit a small-sized boy, <laughs> but nothing else. But nothing else. <laughs> We're good. Because no small-sized boys in the Empire. We're good. You know, you know what it is? You know what it is? Child labor. <laughs> that's it. That's what child it is. Labor. Child, child labor. They've children. decided. They've decided that children are the only ones qualified to work in vents. You know, it makes sense, actually. <laughs> Have you seen Dirty Jobs? There are some episodes where he's crawling inside, like, the smallest events, and I imagine, you know, they're ruthless people. Dirty, so they imagine Dirty Jobs Star Wars needs to be a thing, by the way. Right? <laughs> I hear it's in the works. <laughs> but, uh, I clean up the Rancor cage in Jabba's palace. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. Anyway. I watched the flabs of Jabba. So, yeah, he's Assassin's Creed Aladdin. Right. What, he's totally like, you know, like, he's just like parkouring his way through the whole rooftop. All he was missing was a thing of hay that he could jump into to, to finish it. That's oh. all he missed. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, it'd be perfect. But he did pretty good on that level, right? <laughs> right, right, right. He, he aced that level. He aced that level. There's perfect. no levels in Assassin's Creed. What is wrong with you? <laughs> never play games. <laughs> you got your facts all wrong. <laughs> it's open world. Just go at any point. There's no levels. It'll now be okay, buddy. And this is his final appearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he uh, Assassin's Creed's his way through, and they finally create these T7 ion disruptors, which um, apparently can just shoot down starships. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh. oh, well. What, what, and my favorite thing is the scope on these ion blast disruptors whatever are about the same length as the gun <laughs> because they haven't figured out exactly how to you know glass works so refract re- reflect and you refract just figured and we like you like, hey, first of all you think they would be tiny because you know space magic whatever technology space magic <laughs> space magic well star wars has always well, been special with that kind of thing it always is kind of screwed up in ways that are weird right like, and then make it doesn't make any sense why that is weird well, like that cuz they have guns the way, that work that the guns are designed that way cuz they're all based off old world war 2 i mean they had a whole bunch of old world war 2 guns they they modified right, right. to make them look like yeah i mean that definitely it definitely looks like an old um uh, I won't be able to spot off the correct name, but an old World War II sniper rifle. Right. Well, like, uh, like the, 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 the Just call German it. Jews. Okay. The German Jews, because they had the, the really ridiculously right. long scope. And the Americans had them too, but the Germans more, they kind of fat fit the more right. German-esque style. And that's style. why we won. This is also the second episode we, we find them trying to steal guns, which I yeah, think is interesting. Yeah, because... Because the first episode they stole, they went to stole the Imperial Blasters. Now they've right. got these other... Well, okay, guns are money. And, you know, of course, Zeb is all wigged out, and you find out later it's because his whole planet was pretty much obliterated by these things. Which begs the question is like, so if the Empire obliterated a planet with him, 
What happened to them? Don't the Emperor still have them? No, because they banned them. Who banned No, the Senate banned them. Right, right. So, so then the Empire they, then has to go, okay, okay, and then dump them all overboard and get rid of them. But secretly, they hide stashes around so they can bring them back in. So you think that's what mm-hmm. the Equalish was doing, bringing back right, a stash of this? Right, stuff. Okay. So that's, that's, that's my idea about this whole, whole theory. And so, um, of course, the Imperial Minister is only uh, fooled for a moment with Bay 17 and goes... So she's not a complete idiot. She kind of works it out, especially because Chopper's there trying to hold them back. Right. And she's like, that's that droid for that ship. Wait a minute. Let's go to the yeah, other that's, place. That's a, that's a massive leap. Yeah. But um, here's what I think is interesting uh, when we get into Act 2 is that Zeb goes... They're loading up the... The ghost is loading up the, the T-7s. Zeb's all like, hold on, he puts his hands up to go surrender and have this conversation, and then promptly goes to beat the crap out of them. I know. It's beautiful. It, I was under the impression right before that there was some sort of plan that he had, and then he just gave up on it and just said, well, eh. like No, I think, I, think, I think he was going to I think he was gonna try to play, play this one out, play this one cool. Be all like, oh, yeah, you can totally check the crates, and, you know, if, if they would go over there, like they should, and check the crates and be like, oh, no, these are the blasters. He'd be like, oh, no, where's the deck officer? Deck officer, deck officer. And be all like, these are the wrong crates. These don't belong to me, blah, 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 blah. And then try to get out of it that way. I don't think so. I think it's more like, I mean, he may have thought that plan, but then I think it's like the hairless Wookiee in the first episode. Yeah. Or smash. I think yeah. it's what, I mean, he has an idea, doesn't go through it. But he beats the whole, like, there's a one, uh, squad. Very good, sir. Squad of stormtroopers. And yep. who, who are very bad at their job. Who They're can, all bad at their job. We talked about this last episode, how stormtroopers are horrible. They're, right, right. I mean, they always have. Going, going back to the new, outer, outer rim theory. So, so, so. I uh, need to find out that theory. Hey, go ahead. Okay, okay. Refresh the theory. Short refresh, refresh the, the theory. The Reader's Digest version of this. Yeah, um, the outer rim theory states that the. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I'll look at you. The outer rim, like, states. Yes, it like, states. Like, you've, you've written that you did not write this down, sir. I should. <laughs> you should. You should present a paper. I should present a paper. Um, the outer rim theory states as such. Um, the, imper- the Imperials are so in dire need of bodies, warm mm-hmm. bodies, that what they do is they have, like, their equivalent of the ASVAB. So you have everyone who takes the test, and it places you, right, in, in where you go. The stormtroopers, who score the lowest, they go, ah, heck with it, you can go. And they plop them in our armor, and they shove them out to the outer rim. They're not the best and the brightest at their jobs. I always thought they were, I always knew they were drafted, but I love that it specifically forces <laughs> in the dumbest and the Yes, because the, because the outer rim stormtroopers are cannon fodder. All right, That's so, fantastic. So... What makes this theory beautiful is we cut to the movies. Episode one, I mean, episode uh, four, Star Wars and Return of the Jedi 6, there are stormtroopers on the Death Star, who who I would think would be the creme de la creme, you know, the, right. the elites, and they can't shoot worth a damn either. <laughs> so, so, how messed up do you got to be? <laughs> To go from there, okay, okay. To Lothal, I would, <laughs> I would like to point out that in episode four, a stormtrooper is Jedi mind tricked. 
And you have to be weak-minded, extremely weak-minded for that to work. Yeah, and you have to remember, you you have to remember that that Obi Wan hasn't used Force powers in a long ass time. We don't know that. Oh come on, he's an old hermit shoved up in a <laughs> hutch somewhere. I don't think he stays a hermit. No one bothers him. Go away. <laughs> I do not want your publishing clearinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know about Jehovah. <laughs> To be fair, he used to do that shit all the time, though. I mean, in episode one, that was his first instinct. Is oh, a salesman. <laughs> I do not need I your vacuum cleaners. You don't need your vacuum cleaners. I don't know. I don't. I think. I think just the outer rim stormtroopers are just, just the dumb. If you sign your name to the paper. No, not even your name to the test. You put a mark, <laughs> like a squiggly mark. Ha! Outer rim material right there, boys. <laughs> and you shipped off. So they're like. We, you don't know your name. No, sir. Well, now you're TK012. All right. TK0102. All right. I'm going to be a moisture farmer or a stormtrooper. I want to be a stormtrooper. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you really don't. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, the, the, the stormtroopers are worthless. And so everyone escapes. And by everyone, I mean 3PO, R2, and Chopper. Yes. Chopper is all like, let the roids, droids show us, show up. And. Or you, like, want, you want to go over that again? <laughs> Let the droids show up. There you go. It's like um, I like Sabine when she said, "Oh look, Chopper made friends." <laughs> and so um, Zeb's still movie. Kanan still wants to sell the guns, and they're like, "We can sell the droids too." <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Yeah. You were you were so into those, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, that was my Star Trek. I tried to bring it all twist together. it around. And ruin the science fiction. Um, once again, Zeb's still moody. Ezra, he kicks out. Yeah, I want to be like, hey, Zeb, you hear that? You hear off in the distance? Here. There's the ambulance coming for you. Hey, man. This whole people were wiped out. That's not my problem. He's an honor guard. And as an honor guard, he should get over it. Wow. His whole people were wiped out. That's Genocide. That's yeah. just not my problem. <laughs> I think he's handling did, it pretty did, well, honestly. <laughs> did Anne Frank bitch and moan? No, she did not. No, she died. <laughs> well, I, I mean, everyone, nobody whines when they're dead. I will grant you that. <laughs> but... Well, we I was like, we've met as we've descended into. We, we've, we've lost all Look, of our I'm listeners. Sorry. I'm sorry. Once genocide <laughs> hits Germany, Austria. I'm a man who's played Mass Effect, which has also dealt with genocide. And I can tell you that one of the most badass people in the game was not happy with the thought of genocide. <laughs> and kind of whined about it if you went that route. Uh, and and I, I agree with Eric here. Zeb hands it pretty well. He's like, I, I just need some me time. Just let me... Let me soak it in. Let me just like let me. It's not a, something you get over, right? Let me. I just I just need a moment. I'll be okay. Give me that moment. Ezra's all being fourteen and punkish, you know. Like, I know, right? You can't lock me out of my blah 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 blah. And then then Hera has to be mom. My, Hera is mom. Yeah, Hera is is, is just Straight mom. Up. And I love Hera. She's my favorite character. Rock even those mom spacesuits. Yeah, man. The, even the action figures. They, they just released the action figures for her. It's, they've got the the mom pants. <laughs> Yeah, she's rocking the mom jeans. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Um, the ghost lands back uh, on um, Lothal, and they go to deal with Vizago. C-3PO calls the Empire. Because like, he's an idiot. Oh, he's just so bad. This is why I contend he's not on the plan, because he's like, these guys are supposed to help me. Help me, help me, help me, help me. 
And um, this, the... So, okay, okay, time out. Sure. Did the plan consist of, hey, C3, 3PO, guess yeah. what I'm going to do? Yeah, 3PO, what's up? Yeah, C, yeah, C, whatever. 3PO, just go with the name. 3PO. Thank you. You are now a member of the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, cool, I got this. Let's do this, guys. This well, Alderaan is a, a planet of the Empire. This is so stupid. Alderaan is a, you know, Alderaan is a, a loyal planet to the Empire. I mean, even eventually, Bail Organa's daughter becomes Senator Organa. She, Leia's, um, yeah. she's an Imperial Senator. So, Alderaan is a, is a loyal planet. So they were all, you know, three people would think he's part of the Empire because he is. <laughs> Just, I, just, I think Bale's all like, R2, you know, watch out for this idiot. Yeah, this yeah. Is the real hey, plan. R2, this is what I want you to do. Make sure those T7s don't get in somebody's hands. Yeah, come here, buddy. I We have to have a private conversation. And C-3PO's like, oh, no, you need me to come along. I'm programming Kapoian languages. Like, no, go over there Go bring me a coffee. Yeah. He's a go British child, there. basically. He walks in and is like, can I get involved? Regardless what it is or knowing what he's getting himself into. I don't know. I think he tries to stay out of most things. If it's unless it's like, hey, I feel like he walks into it and then accidentally wants. You know, he's like, oh, what I just goodbye. Once he realizes, right. That's kind of how I think. I think he doesn't realize that he'll he right, would sign right. up it's for like, anything it's and like then walk C3PO, out. C3PO, C3PO is the type of guy who would walk into the apartment even though there's a sock on the doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> walk in. Do you and need like, help translating that? His his roommate is like totally. You know, making out with his girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, I don't care, on the couch. And CT Pro is like, oops, my bad. Well, since I'm here, can we watch some TV? Yeah. It's just like, no, go away. <laughs> Why did you have a sock on your doorknob there, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. what that means. For anyway, a, moving for, on. For Jordy speaks a billion languages, he <laughs> figured that out. Yeah, right. Uh, that's pretty much universal across the galaxy. Um, I like the sheer force of firepower that um, uh, Kala shows up with. He shows up with um, the dropship full of stormtroopers and the two that carries the two ATDPs. I'm going to start an arm shipment with most I can. Giant walkers, awesome. I like them. <laughs> They're cool. Uh, he should he should have rolled up an ATAT. Were those new? Yeah, I don't. I didn't yeah, recognize the, the design. The ATDPs are, I think, are the predecessor to the ATSPs. I very much liked the design. They were neat. They are neat. I think I, I'm serious. A though. horrible toy, though. The, if you're going to see the actual toy, it's ridiculous. I think uh -huh. just ATATs, just land those. I don't know. I, I kind of like seeing a new design. They're quick. And, I mean, quick for where it's set place in the timeline, and, and, Star and Wars lore, it's cool. He and so um, I, once again, stormtroopers can't hit anything. No, no, they're uh, terrible at their jobs. I like Callus calling out Zeb, just pulling out his bow rifle, like I'm gonna whoop you. That <laughs> was good. Fight. That was good. And Callus does. I mean, beats Zeb. I mean, I, I mean, Zeb we've seen so far is this big bru bruiser of a guy. Callus is, is just a human being. He's just a regular old human being who whoops some ass. <laughs> Maybe that's why all his race is dead. <laughs> Can't make fun of genocide, man. It's <laughs> So I, I like watching that fight. Uh, I liked Sabine and R2 blowing up the disruptors. That was nice. I like Sabine mm -hmm. trying to, I, anytime Sabine gets to blow up stuff, it makes me happy. Um, 
I also like how uh, Ezra goes all full like Jedi Force blast on on right. Ezra, oh on, yeah, on. he got his. Was that his first his Force first, power? His first. Okay. Like well, well, well. He fire. he's had his his Spidey senses tingling yeah, for a while yeah. now. But but this is the first time he goes well, full, it is for, Disney full frontal that force. Makes sense. What I like is when um, uh, uh, Kanan gets shot down. Yeah. And Hera's like, oh no, my boo! And goes runs <laughs> and like shoots at this the, the Walker with this tiny little Pop. laser pistol that's gonna do nothing. They some annoyed ADD. Yeah, she's like, pachoo, pachoo. It's it's the equivalent of a little kid coming up to a um, tank with a pop gun. Mm-hmm. Just come. Ha! Take that! And or, or basically what the Ewoks did and <laughs> Jedi. Yeah, but they won. Technically, Hera did too, so... Yeah, technically. But yeah, I thought I, that really solidified. And the fact that she continuously calls him love. Yes. They're so cute. I know. <laughs> I just realized something. Hmm. Battlefront is going to be really inauthentic because the Stormtroopers are going to have to be good because people will be playing as them. So this is all just those are ruined. core plant. Those are core planet stormtroopers. Okay, we're yeah. still safe. Yeah, unless you like. I was worried for a minute. There's a Tatooine level or a Lothal level. Oh, there will be. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're gonna be terrible be, again. Oh. They should put that handicap. We're just really bad. <laughs> I, I can't it. shoot nothing. <laughs> like well, you, you're a stormtrooper. You, you spawn in as a stormtrooper and your aim just or starts spinning. Or maybe you spinning. make it equal and the rebels are just as bad and that's why they've been even. This whole time. Maybe there go. so. There we go. Okay, moving on. Sorry. So uh, the crew escapes. Uh, Zev's going to be okay. And Ezra gets to start his Jedi training tomorrow. Or I guess for us next week. Yeah, yes. next week. I like the epilogue when they get to see the, uh, Bell Organa. And that was nice. Sent him four. Mm-hmm. So he gives serve. them three gold credits? Yeah, whatever. Maybe they're like three grand. Three grand. I, don't I would like to know how much that actually. I don't know what a gold to. credit is. I'm, I'm familiar there, with the it, currency of credits. Right. Is it is it like a gold credit's the best credit? I don't know. Is it like like? He was happy with it. Bronze, Correct me if I'm silver, wrong. Is this the first time I've, we've uh, seen uh, credits in, in physical form? No. No. no we see I can't it, recall. We see it the first episode, which you haven't watched yet. Okay. Yeah. We well, see I just credits Star Wars hands. in general. No, we've seen. No, I'm trying to think in back general? to in general. Like I know people that have traded with credits, but I've never actually seen no, someone th- hold a thing called yeah. credits and handed it. I don't think so in the movies. I don't think they do it in the movies. No, I don't think okay. so. Or in the games. I think the show might be the first place where well, you see the physical credit. I don't see. A, I don't see a lot I of Clone Wars. I don't so. remember. It's been a while. I was a podcast in Clone Wars. <laughs> I just. I. I always. When I hear credits, I'm thinking someone has a card somewhere and just, like, just swipe it and take my money. You know, like a bank transaction that you never see. But yeah, to but see physical gold, I'm just like, what the hell is that? I, I like the fact that it is physical because if you're trying to run an underground organization, you don't want... You know, right. No, that like, makes sense. It's just it's blowing my mind. We just saw credits for the first time. Right. The first thing is it's gold, and I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if it's like you know bronze, silver, gold, platinum. As maybe, a credit system, maybe so. But then there's so many specific numbers involved. I mean, I guess well, you could golds, say well, it's gold, like a dollar. Like, you, know, you would have like your your bronze would be the ones. Mm-hmm. You know, your silvers would be like the tens. Mm-hmm. Golds would be hundreds, thousands. Platinum would be thousands. I don't know. I mean, I, I want to know how this system works out. So if you know, listener, please. Comment and then feel free to also mention the other currencies that exist in Star Wars. I know that's just Network. one. Yeah, yeah, tweet us. That, that'll work, too. Yeah, tweet us at, at Mopcast Network. That'll, that'll be perfect. perfect. You can also email me, but I won't give you my email address. 
makes it a little more difficult, difficult to email. To email. You, you all can find it. Um, that's your responsibility. ScottyWhite at gmail.com. Yeah, that's my email. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that brave. <laughs> Scotty White, it's on my webpage. That's why I don't have a web. Anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars, yes. We, we, de- we I digress. Think, I think we finished it because we were talking about Organa. And that yep. seems to be the final thing on the page that you <laughs> took of notes. So yeah, I guess right, that means right. final, my synopsis. Final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts of Star Wars. Yeah, let's, I'm gonna start with Eric because this is Eric's first time watching an episode. Okay, so I missed the first episode, so I'm going to view this as somebody who just popped in because you know these things get syndicated. Because you are a guy who just popped in. <laughs> I literally did. I wasn't even supposed to be here, and I am, and I'm happy about that. Um, I, as I say, I thought it was good. I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be because I've seen other shows on the same channel. And there are, like, I like Gravity Falls, but that is a comedy show. Right. I did not, I was w- worried about the pacing. Because I've seen, like, their Spider-Man or their Marvel equivalent stuff, mm-hmm. and the pacing's not very good. The, those shows aren't the best, or at least the ones that I've seen. This was slower. It was a little more subtle than I was expecting. I mean, it was still a kid's show, and it was fun, but it was better than what I was expecting. I th- what I like about the show is I think yes it is a kid show but I think they uh, and I think we proved that is that the the writers have are smart enough to understand that their audience is wide range. Absolutely. Yes, I mean definitely in in this episode especially where you deal with genocide though I do make fun of it I don't recommend it. <laughs> don't recommend it. <laughs> don't says. recommend it. I, I don't. I don't. You're, if you're thinking about genocide, yeah, I, I would. I would. I um, would. I would choose. Please I'll, call I'll, I'll go farther. I'll strongly discourage it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it does deal with the, the kind of the darker tones. We the first time, obviously, since this is the only second episode, first time does the series series really kind of deal with the darker undertones right. of the world that we're now, you know, living in. Right. Um, I, that I liked. Um, still, I think they could have gone darker, but well, it's only episode two. It's only well. episode two. So I think I think there's room to improve. I really enjoy this episode. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. But out of the two, out of the two, no. <laughs> I've some watched some others on my spare time. What? Um. So anyway, anyway, not my favorite right now. No, I mean I've seen. I'm caught up. Um, yeah. And uh, one of my favorite episodes is next week's. Yes, that is a great episode. And my other one is later on. Yeah. Which is my all-time but, favorite one from later in the season. Puffer but, pigs. But <laughs> pigs are so great. But I mean, I really, I really enjoyed the darker tones of this one. Mm-hmm. I see the potential. Yeah, the, like, like I don't think it's there yet, but it reminds me very much of like or early uh, Avatar or Korra, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, Like it is a show that could set up to go in such an interesting place if they want to. And, and um, I think, I think this, this especially um, now that we're starting to build in the already built universe into right. this world, um, there's a lot of possibilities there, and I think that among many things is really going to make this show good Mm -hmm. is the possibility of pulling in those different already set up characters and populating this universe with those set characters. So so you like the cameos? Yes, I love love the cameos as long as there's a purpose behind it. And I agree. I think think they're, you know, it's... You know the first the first episode we have the cameo of Obi Wan, which is not really a cameo, but it's a cameo. Spoiler right. alert for me. He shows up on a holocron, so there's a recording. So, but it, but it's Obi Wan. And we've already seen the recording, so it's okay. Right, and then the um, second one we have is is R two and three PO, which I think was was you know well written. Right. 
And I like the little throwback to the little um, the little holler out to the the Star Tours yeah. destroyed and having Paul Reardon come back right. and do that. That you know those are the as an old school fan those are the kind of things. See, I that's like a about. hardcore reference for people who really know their Star Wars who go there and are like, oh, that's not. Fine. Me, yeah, but that's <laughs> me. But I'm glad that it's there. Yeah, it, it's I think that's my, my, my purpose on this podcast because I, I we've talked about this in the last one. You know, I, I started this out from the beginning from '77, and so when I was little, you couldn't escape it. So I just immersed myself into right. the world. Mm-hmm. To, right. Plus, in the '90s, I played the card game, which has all the all the most of the expanded universe names and stuff comes out of the card right, game. Right. And so I know just ridiculous legend and lore about this stuff. And so come well, on, Kyle Katan. And so. Yeah, going to be in the I don't know. You never know. What, what I like about it is that, you know, the, they can pull things into from the legacy universe and make them canon. And it's up to them. It's really up to them. Come on, Kyle Katan. Like, like we have, in future episodes, there are vehicles that were old toys that mm-hmm. never made any, they never, they were never, they never were on, on screen anywhere. So then I started to pull that stuff on, on screen. And Rebels is canon. So those things become canon. It, it, it is officially canon. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, okay, I was so here's my question. Okay. Here's, here's my question. Is Disney doing this just to start making more money off of it? Probably. Because that's my thing. Because when they decided that books are no longer canon, kind of ticked me off. Expanded. Because, because they're like, no, it's expanded. Because they don't own the rights legacy to the Legacy now. It's legacy. It, yeah, it's legacy now. So because they, no they don't have the rights to the books. No, they have the rights to the books. Then why not make okay, it canon? So, okay, so what I think... But see, the Expanded Universe was never canon either. No, obviously, obviously. And so but there are some core books. I think their goal right now is that everything that comes out post, you know, the, like, while Disney right, owns uh, it right. is canon. Right. And, and I right. think what they wanted to do is make sure... So they can bring back in things right. that are there, but this time, whatever happens from here on out matters. So that means, like, there's no story that isn't somewhat integral in some way. They're trying to do another Marvel situation. I think it right. would be successful because now you have all these different mediums. you got so, video games, books. You so here, here's my question. Here's my question. Um, everything that comes after, you know, everything that has come and will come after the buyout, will it all be canon, including books, video games? They've already stated yes. Yeah. Um, the first book the, that's canon is called Tarkin, and it's out now. Right. I've, and, and, I've looked at it. And it's, But it's the first book that's canon. That's part of the whole – and that's what they're – they're really trying to hone in and, and take ownership of, of this – I won't say ownership, shepherdship. Right. They're, I mean, Disney – They're cutting the fat. I get right, what they're doing. Uh, Disney, Disney has a huge responsibility with this. They have, you know, they have almost 40 years of people's – Love that they're entrusted, and this is a company who understands that they have had they've been around since right. you know since the twenties, and nursing children's loves, and then when they got you know they got the Muppets twenty years ago, and then they mm-hmm. got Marvel you know what ten, almost ten years ago now, yep, uh, and now they've got Star Wars. I mean, I think they're going to be good shepherds. I think this is the proper thing to do. This right. is also their most is ambitious, a, right? And I think I mean, mainly because there's a I mean I I there's a, there's some things in this expanded universe I love. I love Mara Jade. I would love to see Mara Jade in something. I like um, uh, Starkiller in uh, right. Force Unleashed. I think yeah. he's an interesting character, one of the most interesting characters come out in the last you know, five, six years. They're both expanding the universe. I, well, but th- there's also a lot of crap. I, I didn't like the Yuuzhan Vong, and I'm not really crazy about the Thrawn trilogy of the, uh, itself, the weird old Jedi guy, Seboth or whatever. Right. That stuff's ridiculous. Um, I... <laughs> 
But here's my question. Um, obviously, the movies before the buyout, they're all canon, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously. So the books that were written about the movies are not canon. Are not canon. Right. I Just find that to be ridiculous. No, no, because because like like what like Teresa Braca or, or uh, no no I'm talking like I'm talking like the the book versions of no the no, movie. no no those are canon those are canon yeah those are canon so the whole the whole idea that um, uh, Mace Windu is feeds off both light and dark side powers I wouldn't think that's canon I don't but know. that's in the book. I don't know. I don't know. I to, you know what? I, that's something. That's something I'm gonna have a look. I at. mean, I'll be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, we have the homework for next episode. Yeah, homework. I'll have to look this. I up. mean, even the prequels have made mistakes regarding the the canon, the continuity. Well, they, I, I understand. Midichlorians. I, I <laughs> well, even yeah, ignoring the obvious ones, they. they you well, know. I understand why they. they you know, um, Samuel L. Jackson was like, like, what lightsaber do you want? He's like, I want purple because I'm a badass motherfucker, and I, I get that. Okay, I understand yeah. it. They had to justify it. Why does he have purple? No, they didn't. I wasn't even purple. just. I'm not even referring to things like that. No, 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 no. The, the authors of the book. Things. The authors of the book were like, okay, now we're gonna have to justify this idiot well, like, having a purple lightsaber. So what they did is they decided that that he fed off both light side and dark side powers, and that's why he I'm almost beat the emperor. Be... Because the more powerful the the emperor became, the more powerful Mace Windu became. Because he feeds off both sides. I contend that all Jedi feed off both sides. They feed off the Force. It's it you, we know historically even back in the uh, expanded universe that that is the case because you could have both <laughs> powers, but then you would f- w- depending on which one you fed more of, you tend to be more right. Like, you know that's just how it is. Like you you take a little of the dark side and then you get a fix for it and then you keep wanting it. That was the point. It wasn't that you were this evil bastard because you fed you just had it. It was you took a taste and you're like eh, I want another. But, but, but because grew grew because kind of the, the Jedi's that we saw in the prequels are so absolute and boring. With this is good, this is bad. There is no like there's really no in between. Even though they say the Sith only operates in absolutes, I find that hysterically funny because the Jedi are so absolute. They're like, you know, love, lust, hatred, envy. Jealousy, all that crap. But what's interesting about Dad, this is now bad, you're, you're going to have the next generation of these rule sets that might break apart from it. I mean, that was the organization rather than necessarily a belief system. That was their belief system. Right, 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 right. So now you have, um, like, I to be fair, I don't know what's coming ahead, but expanded anyway. Luke was a teacher of yes. the Jedi, and the Jedi came back. You know, it was and, a and, different and, and generation. He also he also started playing with the dark side a little bit. He did, but but my point remains. I think that they were corruptible purely because, like, that was an older system, right? Because they believe in they, such absolutes. They can. I think that is different. I don't think that is the rule necessarily of the Force. That was the rule right. of their the, Jedi right. organization. Right. And I think I think of course it's obviously evolving, because while it's not been shown on screen, obviously there's something between Hera and Kanan, and Jedi are not supposed to love. And obviously, they're a couple. Oh, yeah. Then My thing is simple. I will kill for a damn bounty hunter with access to the force with a blaster in one hand and a lightsaber in the other. Give it to me. Both it's powers. Canaan. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Exactly. It's give, I'm saying make it. You know, 
No, 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 Kanan, the, the Jedi Kanan. No, I know what you're talking about. I'm saying make it canon. No, well, make Kanan canon, is what is, I am saying. Kanan canon. canon. Bullshit. <laughs> now, what are you talking about with your force-powered nonsense? Rebels is canon, so. Well, I'm new Clone, to Rebels. Excuse me. Clone Wars I'm still is, trying to Clone keep their names straight. Canon. Rebels is canon. The movies are canon. The don't games worry. are going to be canon. Don't yeah. worry. We'll, we'll clip that whole rant out. So no, you know, no. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm an idiot 90% of the time. They might as well get it. But So um, uh, I guess we'll start wrapping this up. Um, yeah. We, yeah. We've, we're at an hour and three minutes. Sweet. Uh, that's, which is interesting because it's only a 30-minute show. It's like a 20-minute <laughs> show. It's, it's, a we for hours. it's a 22-minute show mostly couple made for fan base that's not paying attention. A couple of things I want to go. Uh, uh, shout out to Mexico, France, Austria, and Germany, and Russia <laughs> who, who listened to us uh, last week. We're so happy uh, that you guys love Star Wars like we do. And uh, keep listening. Tell your friends. We're, we're also want to give a shout out to Stephanie Ward. And um, Without you, Stephanie, we can't do this podcast. You know the reason why. <laughs> so I, I thank you every episode for that. Um, next episode is we find out what happens when you steal a TIE fighter. I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't imagine good things are going to happen. I think excellent things are going to happen. <laughs> I, I have some pretty good ideas. They sound fun. Um, well, give a shout out to Memory Card Radio. You oh, Memory Card Radio, yeah. Video um, games. It's a video game show. Uh, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the first time I got it's another it, one on the internet. The, the first one, the first one, the first time I was told to describe it was about video games and beards. Yeah, we all have beards. Wow, that's that's beautiful. Well, the way I see it is, we are a, a show on the internet. <laughs> so are we. There we go. There we all go. All right. So this is so you're now listening in. Anything you want to plug? You got nothing. You got anything? I going have on? nothing to plug. It's <laughs> the show. I can get you some hair plugs. <laughs> so plug. you are listening to Rebellion, a Star Wars Rebels Mobcast. We'll catch you next week with our, our third episode. See you later. Bye. Nzawa. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.